Hello, everyone. Happy New Year, and welcome to this special episode of The Winning Trade, where we will reveal the 2021 Winning Trade of the Year. Before we get going, let me just remind you that this presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you're aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in this presentation, we are covering hypothetical computer simulated trades and or results. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke from Locke and Your Success LLC. I'm a trading performance, wealth, and success coach. And myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And the type of trading that we deal with is called high probability options trading, also known as income trading. It's where we utilize the passage of time in order to make money rather than depending on price movement alone. This means that we can often make money whether the price goes up, down, or sideways. This doesn't mean we're going to win all the time, but it drastically increases our probabilities of winning from somebody who's trying to make a directional bet on the markets. So if you've been following along with us, you know that we have a webinar called Options Trading for Income that we do every Monday morning. And on that webinar, we cover 12 different trading strategies and we cover them real time. And basically what we're doing there is we have 12 different trading strategies that we have guidelines for. These are non-subjective trading strategies. And every week uh, we simply show you what's happening with the strategies. That way you can track them week to week and you can see how we make decisions real time given those strategies when we're talking about actual uh, market conditions and we have to make those real time decisions, which is much more realistic than back testing. And we've been tracking those strategies for years and what we did last week is we took our top six performing strategies or the top six out of the 12 and we showed you the results for the year and we talked a little bit about each of the strategies and we asked our viewers to choose their favorite trading strategy out of those six and we're going to reveal that for you today but some of the things that we're talking about is which characteristics of a non-subjective trading strategy do you value most is it overall performance is it consistency of performance? Is it simplicity in execution? Well, we have strategies that uh, meet all those criteria. So let's take a look at the contenders for winning trading strategy of the year. So what we had, and again, you, you can go back to the last episode of the winning trade and you can see these in more detail, but we had the dependable M3.4U, which put in performance of 48.4% for the year. And then we had the reliable X4 version 17 that put in performance of 44.1% return for the year. And this is on planned capital. And then we had the mighty rock. When we were covering the rock strategy during the last webinar, the rock trade wasn't quite closed yet. And we weren't sure what the results were going to be or the final numbers were going to be for the year. So I kind of guessed and I thought the rock strategy might come in third place, but it ended up turning out better than we expected. And that ended up being a finalized yearly return for 2021 for the rock trade of 50.77%, which actually makes that the top performing trade of the year. And uh, let's see, the other contender was the exciting bearish butterfly, and that came in at 42.53%. Then we had the raging Super Bowl that came in at 41.7%, and then the pure and simple bull trade that came in at 39.43%. If we take a look at what the audience thought was the 
winning trade of the year, let's start with number six. So in sixth place is the pure and simple bull. In fifth place, the exciting bearish butterfly. In fourth place, the reliable X4 version 17. In third place, the mighty rock. In second place, the raging Super Bowl. And the favorite strategy of our viewers for 2021 is the dependable M3.4U. Now, I like to review these results. And one of the things I like to look for is you know, are, what are people choosing as a criteria in order to pick the winning trade of the year. And I can tell you last year, the criteria was based on the returns. So last year, the rock trade returned a fantastic result. Apparently as a result, that was awarded by our viewers winning trade of the year for 2020. This year, if we take a look at the results, uh, at number six, again, we have the pure and simple Super Bowl, and that came out at 39.43. We had the exciting bearish butterfly that came out at 42.53, which was better. We had the reliable X4 version 17 that came out at 44.1. We had the mighty rock. Now, the mighty rock is in third place, but consider this. At the time that most of the people voted for these strategies, we thought the Mighty Rock was actually going to be in third place as far as performance. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this as a performance-based vote also. So you see here 39, 42, 44. This was thought to be coming in at around 42. And then we have the Raging Super Bowl, which is 41. So that being the case, the only one that's really out of place here is the the raging Super Bowl. Uh, of course, we have the dependable M3.4U, which was, which at the time of the uh, beginning of voting was the top performing strategy. So it looks like our viewers are still pushing towards or leaning towards the actual yearly results rather than some other factors. And the reality is, is I was almost a little bit disappointed in 2020 when the viewerships voted so heavily for the trade with the largest results. And that's because when you take a look at something like the rock trade, you need to consider what you need to do in order to get those results. You know, the rock is a very high level, complex uh, stage four strategy. It's very adaptable to wonderful strategy, but it also is, it's a lot more to manage. It's, it's more difficult to uh, make decisions on what to do with it. In other words, it takes a little bit of work to trade the rock trade and quite a bit of skill that you need to develop where if you take something else like the raging Super Bowl, for example, the Super Bowl also has fantastic results, but the strategy is extremely simple. I mean, basically with a Super Bowl, if you go back to a past winning trade, you take a look at the Super Bowl, you know, these things here, you, you put on the trade or you, or you open the trade and then you don't do anything. You don't even have to check the market, you don't have to do anything for, Know, about 30 days and then you come in and then every once in a while they take a little bit of management after that but for the vast majority of the trades you simply remove it at the win and you move on so that's basically checking the trade twice a month that is pretty simple and as they say any anybody can do it so that's a super simple strategy that's returning as you can see here extremely good results uh, at least for the year right so you would think that, or I would recommend that, you know, as a trader, when you're thinking about trading, think about 
the future and how you want the future to be. I know when you first come into trading, it's all about results, all about results. But you know, once you start trading for a while, it gets more about lifestyle. And you know, if your plan is to be out on the beach and go out on the boat, and, you know, <laughs> or whatever it is that your you know financial freedom looks like for you, then you might want to consider how much work the you know the trading is going to be. And like I said, something like a Super Bowl, super hands-off, super maintenance-free, rocks a little bit more. Um, if you've got into day trading, of course, you have to be in front of the market every day, and that's very high pressure. So that's one of the reasons I like this type of trading in general, because even the rock trade, even though it's more maintenance, uh, more maintenance intensive than something like a Super Bowl, it's still it's something we only look at once a day, and it's still pretty easy to manage in general. But anyway, I urge people as we go forward here to consider more than the total result. And speaking of results, look at this lineup and how fantastic this is. We have five trading strategies here, over 40% return for the year. And you know these aren't bullish strategies. I can see that easily happening in a bullish strategy this particular year because the market was so bullish, particularly the SPX. The Russell was actually a little bit more sideways, but the SPX was very, very bullish this year. So you know, pulling 30 or 40%. You know, bullish strategy isn't that bad, but if you start getting into a market neutral strategy and you're pulling 40, 50% out of the market, uh, that's quite impressive, especially since the market was anything but neutral this year. Okay, now our winning trade of the year, 2021, like we said, is the dependable M3.4U strategy. Let's show you some examples because that's what I promised. I promised some examples of whichever strategy was picked as the winning trade of the year. So the M3.4U, for those of you who may not be familiar with us, we have a membership. And in that membership, we do a webinar called Options Trading for Income every Monday morning. And we do that live where we update our positions or we track these 12 positions real time in the marketplace. And also one of our membership, we have something called the Trader Success Blueprint. It's a process that uh, we use to help traders develop into professional, high-level market neutral income traders. And the M3.4U is the core strategy for stage three in that trader success blueprint. And there's a reason that I picked the M3.4U. It can be traded with a relatively small amount of money. It's relatively easy to manage. It has enough activity in it where you can get some good learning in, yet it's hands-free enough where you could use this as a bread and butter income strategy pretty much from here going forward. So it's got a lot of benefits to it. And uh, also it's very adaptable. Once we get up into the pro level and we bring in our subjectivity and we want to modify our trading strategies based on the market conditions, then the M3.4U is very, very uh, flexible in that regard. So it's just a fantastic strategy all around. A little bit more about the M3.4U. It's a strategy we trade on the Russell 2000. The suggested minimum trade size is $5,000 planned capital. The example sizes we're going to be showing you today are going to be $5,000 planned capital. The M3.4U does not have a profit target. However, you know it's it's usually running between 5 and 10% on a winning trade. Occasionally, we pop up into 20 30% range, which is fantastic when we do. And we have an exit loss trigger or we exit the trade or just let that one go and go to the next one if we get down 10% of our planned capital, which in this case is $500. And when I say that, we're not watching the trade during the day. We are only looking at it one checkpoint time during the day. And yes, sometimes we go over a little over $500 on the loss. That's all considered in all the results numbers. 
it's just part of trading, right? That does happen from time to time. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to show you three examples, or actually three, two and three quarters, I would say, examples of the M3.4U. We have the November expiration, we have the December expiration, and then we have how the January trade is currently doing. So the January trade is still open. So let's take a look at our examples of the M3.4U winning trade of the year. So this is our Option Net Explorer backtesting software. It's, the date is Friday, the 24th of September, 2021. I'm just gonna move this to 15.30. So 15.30 is 3.30 Eastern, a half an hour before the market close closes. This is what we choose for our checkpoint time. If we have a, have a half a day, which we do during this campaign, if we have a half a day, then we'll be doing it at half an hour before market close, which is gonna be uh, 12.30 on the Eastern uh, time zone. So, if you don't understand Option Net Explorer software, I recommend you go into the winningtrade.com and you check out some of the past winning trades. Usually I'll make a brief explanation of what this software is. For now, I'm gonna assume that you know what it is because we have three trades to go over and we wanna move along. And uh, we wanna look at, oh, this by the way is how the October trade was doing at the time we entered the November trade. We do have overlapping trades here. So we will often have two going at the same time. So this is our October trade and we enter a November trade when we are 56 days to expiration. And for our options trading for income webinars, we just do the monthly cycle. You can trade the strategy in weekly cycles if you like, it doesn't really matter. But just for ease of demonstration, we do them in the monthly cycles. So we start this 50 days to expiration, 56 days to expiration uh, in the cycle. And we come in, we look at the asset price, which is right here, 22.53. We go 17 to 27 points under the asset price. We sell our short strikes there and we buy our long strikes 60 points under. And in a normal entry, we're going to buy our long strikes 40 points higher, which is right here. Now, if I bought two broken wing butterflies and we would buy this as a broken wing butterfly, we're not putting these in one at a time. We can put in a, a complex order and, and just put this in here. Uh, if we normally we're going to be doing this and we can just buy, and we can just buy two broken wing butterflies with the long strike here at 2270. But when we come in here, we look at this, we see our Delta is 4.71. And the Delta limits on this strategy with a trade this size are positive four and minus three to the upside. So this is outside of our delta limits. So we need to make a delta correction on entry. And of course, there are multiple ways to do that. And our different trading strategies that we cover in options trading for income adjust for that differently, depending on what lessons we're trying to teach with that particular trading strategy. This one here, the way we're correcting this is we're just taking one of these long strikes and we're going up here. When we do that, we have 5.2, uh, 2.52, that is within guidelines. So what we're going to do is going to enter one broken wing butterfly here with a long strike at 2270, then one broken wing butterfly with a long strike at 2280. And that's going to give us this composite position here. And we are off to the races. So from here, basically positive four delta, we're making an adjustment to the downside, negative one, uh, negative three, we're making an adjustment to the upside. That's assuming that the asset price is underneath our long strikes. 
If it's over our long strikes, our delta limit to the upside turns to zero. In other words, this is a positive delta trade once we get up into here. So let's just jump from adjustment to adjustment because we have three trades going on. Uh, okay, so it is Friday the 24th of September. First adjustment is October 6th. So just, you know, as we go through this, you wanna kind of get a reference for how much time is going by. So, you know, we've had, what, uh, 12 days or so go by at this point. So here, what's happening? Well, we got in this trade and you know, we've had a pretty good size down move here. So that being the case, we are positive five, uh, 4.58 delta. And that is outside of our guidelines. So the correction we're going to make when we're outside of our guidelines is we're simply going to move forward here. And now that's gonna give us a delta of 2.21, that's within parameters. So we're going to do that. And this is our new position. Fantastic, we're good to go. From here, it's October 6th. Let's go to next adjustment. October 14th, which is another seven days. What's happening here? Well, we're at only 1.87 delta. I said that the delta adjustment is minus three. And one of the things that happens in both live trading and in our real-time trading in options trading for income is sometimes we make mistakes. And if I make the mistake and I'm called out on it uh, within the membership, then we make the correction. If I make the mistake and I'm not called out on it, we generally just leave it alone until we hit another adjustment point. But what ended up happening here is I made an error. And I'll leave the errors there when we make them. So sometimes I make entry errors, sometimes I make whatever, we're covering 12 strategies at once. It gets confusing sometimes, you get the rules or whatever, you're busy, uh, but we're doing this real time. And for whatever reason, I thought at the time this triggered an adjustment. So what I did here, when we adjust to the upside, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna roll that back, whoops. We're gonna roll that back to here and we're going to make a correction. So I did that. Now, when I do this, or when you do your trade debriefing afterwards, um, this was obviously a mistake. And I didn't catch this at the time, but when I did my trade debrief, I did. One of the things you want to do when you do your trade debrief is you want to see how much of a difference that actually made to the trading strategy, because we went, actually went outside the guidelines. In this case here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold this at the other adjustment point and see when this actually triggers. So if I go to the following day here, my delta is 278, and we had a very small move in the marketplace, but my delta increased, but it's still under guidelines. And we had another day, again, very small move. Delta is about the same, so no trigger here. And then we went to this day here, and this day here, you can see I'm over my negative three. So this would have triggered an adjustment right here. So in that whole process, the market really didn't move a whole lot. It moved like $10 in the Russell. My point being, it doesn't really matter, or it didn't, in this particular case, it didn't really matter that I did it early or not. So, but you do want to note that difference if you're doing your trade debriefs and you made some sort of a mistake. You want to see what the result of that was. This In this case here, it was inconsequential specifically. So anyway, here we are. We're like up $390. 
And now we're still within our delta numbers. We are still underneath 2275 is actually the point at which our delta shifts from being adjusted at minus three to being adjusted at zero. So we're still good there. If I go to the 20th, we get an up move. And this time my up move puts me more, puts me over my upper long strikes. And therefore my adjustment parameter switches to zero delta. That being the case, it's time to make an adjustment. Now, when I make my adjustments, it's going to start with doing this. And that's going to put me, in this case, to positive 1.74. That should be the adjustment that was made. Yep, that was. And this is going to be our new position. Let's move forward. Actually, let's just go to our next adjustment here. Okay, so on the 25th, the market's continuing to go up. We are negative delta again. Notice we're up 10%, which is nice. That's that's nice, go doing nice so far. So we're gonna to wanna to do something like that. In this particular case, when we do this, we make this, or we model making this adjustment, what happens is it kicks our, it kicks our capital in the trade to too high. Uh, even though this has, this has a 5,000% plan capital, we really don't like to see it over four. So that being the case, if this adjustment kicks the capital too high, we are going to move this to bring the capital out of the trade. And sometimes that creates a negative delta situation. So we have to be a little more aggressive up here. And that brings us here. So now we're at slightly less capital, uh, but we've done our job here and got ourselves positive delta. So that is the adjustment for this. Let me clear that. And we're up $503. It is the 25th of October. Let's go to next adjustment. Ooh, only two days later, we end up getting a substantial down move in the, uh, in the Russell. So what ends up happening? We end up being positive six delta. Yes, that costs us a little bit of profits when that happens. That happens from time to time, but we're over our delta number. What we do here in this strategy is we will start backing out of the adjustments we made on this upper wing. That brings us to 2.66. That'll do it. So let's show that. And from here, actually, let's just go to next adjustment, which is on October 29th. What happens? We're negative delta again over the long strikes. We're going to roll this back down. So we just back out of it again. These are nice, simple adjustments. So I did this here. Now, sometimes, uh, and within the rule sets, we're allowed, especially as we come into expiration, to start keeping the capital lower and lower in this position. So one of the things I'll often do, and you'll see this on the Monday morning webinars, is I'll come up into here and I'll reduce capital, even though we're really not quite at the level. If I do that, then I have to bring this down to here. So I would do a vertical to bring this up to 2190, and I do a vertical to bring this 2270 down to 2250. And that's going to give us a positive 298 delta, and it's going to keep our capital, total capital in the position down, which we tend to like to do towards the end of the trade. Uh, clear all model trades. This is going to be our new position. See, it's the 29th. Let's go to the next adjustment. 
So we went from the 29th to November 10th. In that time frame, we came up here for a while, and, and then we're here. We're negative delta once again on this. Now, sometimes our, our strategy does go negative delta on a down move, and sometimes it goes positive delta on an up move. So it's um, you have to keep that in mind, that, that implied volatility can shift in that direction. So <clears throat> here, we're negative delta. We're going to roll in this upper long. That's going to give us... Uh, at this point, positive one delta, we're up 476. And our next adjustment here, we're nine days to expiration now, but this is a pretty nice position. Let's go from November 10th to November 18th. Oh, that closed the trade. So let's see how that trade closed out. More trades here. So this here is the day uh, of expiration. I actually, we would not exit this trade. I would just let it expire and we would expire it at a, about a $516 profit here, which is a little bit more than 10%, which is pretty good. But within the software, I have to close it because it doesn't give me my expiration prices or so forth. And it just goofs up our reports. So we're just going to close this out at about a $500 profit or a 10% profit. Okay. So that was our November trade. Then we had our December trade. So remember, we have overlapping strategies. So this December trade actually started on, let's take a look at our T-log here. It actually started on 10.22. So let's take a look at that. So it's right here, 10.22. And we enter the same way. It's 56 days to expiration. I'm not really concerned about the charting, although we can look at the charting. Of course, our subjective traders are very concerned of the charting and the implied volatility, because once you get to the point where you're subjective, you take that information into play. But as a non-subjective trader, we want to see how this does pretty much non-subjectively. So we, uh, we come in here, 56 days to expiration, 17 to 27 points under the money with the short strikes. We start with a 60-40, delta's too high. We open up our wings here, which we had to do here, and we enter with a delta of 2.9. Okay, so this is our entry position. We have about $3,000 in the position at this point. If I go to our first adjustment, right, we have the 22nd of October. First adjustment is the 27th of October, so five days later. What happened? Well, the uh, market ended up coming down and giving us too much positive delta. I'm going to take this 2310. I'm going to move it to 2320. And that looks something like that. So we're the 27th, let's move on. Go to the first, we ended up having a fairly harsh reversal. And usually these strategies or the M3.4U in particular does extremely well in this situation. Typically, you're gonna come back, you, know, you get drawn down, you have to make a down adjustment, then you get the reversal. Um, a lot of times this will do well, but in this particular case, it's not. We're having a, a very unusual implied volatility type of situation going on here. Now for our subjective traders, when we get that type of an implied volatility situation, we tend not to adjust it up because just based on what the T plus zero line did with this reversal, it's actually kind of bearish from an implied volatility standpoint. And if our charting scenario matched it up, we'd leave it alone. But if we're following by the guidelines, then what we're gonna do is gonna make an up adjustment here because we're outside the tent and we're negative delta. So uh, we're gonna make this adjustment. And that's gonna look like that. So let's do that. 
let's go to our next adjustment here. So we're down 172. If we go to November 3rd, we're negative delta again, and uh, we're gonna make this adjustment. We're gonna roll this back. This case here, I also took the 2210s up to the 2220, so you can kind of see it here, right? From here to here. And we took this 2320 all the way down to 2300. And even in, in these adverse implied volatility conditions that we have right now, you know, we're still pulling out of this. Like I said, this usually pulls the up-down reversals really well. What, what's going to bother you in this circumstance is when the up-down reverse, when the down-up reversal causes you to draw down, and then we have a, a, another pullback down again. And that's pretty much was a challenge with this particular cycle. So, um, so anyway, here, this is the position we would be in. Go to next adjustment, which is the 26. So we, we literally sat in this position from the third to the 26th. Now, what happened the 26th? Well, let's go to the day before for a sec. Okay, so this was doing okay. Okay, it wasn't doing wonderful, but definitely holding its own. Only down $68, everything's doing fine. This was the Friday after Thanksgiving, if you remember that move. The Friday after Thanksgiving, we had a uh, half a day in the marketplace and we had a very big down move and a very large implied volatility shift. So what this did is this dropped us to a profit and loss of $448. And it also kicked us of a delta of over uh, five. So what we're gonna do here, and one of the things I really like about the strategy too, is we're just gonna make this simple adjustment. I probably wouldn't wanna be trying to exit this particular day. And I probably wouldn't wanna be trying to roll a butterfly. Um, Doing an adjustment like this is typically pretty easy to get off, even, even when the market's really going crazy. So um, this is the adjustment we would make. And that brings us down, that brings us to a 2.57 uh, positive delta. If we go to following day, the price certainly relieves itself a little bit here. And this is a little bit better. We're still within guidelines. And then if, actually, I got to go to the end of the day, right? Because now this is a, uh, this is a full day here. By the end of this day here, we actually made an adjustment. So um, here we're positive for Delta. That's too much. So I'm going to take this 2310. I'm going to roll it up to 2320 here. And that brings us in range, positive 1.55. We're only down about half max loss now. And I'm going to take put this on because when we go to the next day, we end up having a 34 point down move and another rise in implied volatility. And that was enough to kick us up to our exit loss trigger. Now, you know, sometimes you hang in these and you'll make it, but the thing is you have to be responsible with your risks. So, you know, if the trade just isn't going well, and this is just one of those cycles, it's rare. I mean, you know, like I said, this whole year, you know, as choppy as it's been in the Russell, you know, we had, this is only, I think, only the second month we've actually had a problem with this. The second cycle we've had a problem with this. The rest of them have done really well. And of course, the overall results have been fantastic this year and last year. So um, it's just something that happens from time to time. Sometimes implied volatility or price movement doesn't quite go your way. This is one of those times we want to exit the trade. So we're just going to exit this position and we're going to hop out of it. Okay. And let's take a look at 
the current cycle. So that was that. Now the current cycle is this one here, which is January, 2022. Let's go to start date there. And this was our entry. Now we entered this on a day when the market was down a lot. This is that Friday. This was a half a day. So we entered it at 1230, half an hour before market close. I love entering on these days. The market's down a lot. Implied volatility is really, really high. The risk of entering generally under those conditions is typically low. Now, that would be a gro what we call a gross generalization. Ideally, if you're a stage five pro level trader, you, know, you, you wouldn't say, hey, I got a big down move. Therefore, an implied volatility is up. Therefore, I'm going to enter. You wouldn't do that arbitrarily. You take a look at the market situation, the market cycles, where the market's likely to bottom and so forth. And then you decide whether this down move is a good opportunity or if it's what we would call a trap. But if you're a non-subjective trader, you generally like to see these because we certainly get in at much better pricing and it gives us just a lot of times a really nice entry. So uh, that's the case here. So this is what our entry looks like. Same type of thing. We come in here, 17 to 27 points under the money. Choose our short strikes, go down 60, go up 40. If our delta's off, we have to widen out our wing a little bit to the upside. And this entry gives us a, again, we have a 40 and a 50. And this entry gives us a 2.7 positive delta. That's fine. It's within guidelines. So from here, let's just go to our next adjustment. So it's Friday the 26th. This takes us to December 1st. So on December 1st, you end up getting a substantial down move in the market. We are down 268, and uh, which isn't bad. And we are two positive delta with 4.46. That being the case, we take this long strike, we bring it higher to 2280, as you'll see here. And this is our new position. It brings us into uh, guidelines delta. If we go to the next adjustment, comes on December 14th. So that's quite a ways. That's what, about 12, 13 days here. Uh, once again, we are two positive delta. And you know, by the way, this is what the market's doing. It's not exactly the most friendly environment for a market neutral trade. Um, but nonetheless, most of the time we do okay in this. We're down only $40. And if you take a look at our position here, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to take a 2280 to 2290 to bring this flat. And now we're 2.38 positive, so that looks good. So December 14th, let's go to our next adjustment. Six days later, December 20th, same type of deal. Market's continuing down. We're now uh, positive five delta here. We're up $33. Not bad. So uh, anyway, I'm going to take this 2280. I'm going to move to 2290, as you'll see here. That brings us to 367, that's within parameters. And let's see what happens. Let's just go to our next adjustment, which is the 22nd. What happened is the market actually had a bounce off of the level there. We ended up being negative delta here, we're up 211, nice. And we're minus 3.28 delta, that's too high. Minus three was our limit. We're gonna roll this back down. She's gonna back out of those adjustments. 
Now we're minus 0.59. That's within parameters for our positional, uh, where we are positionally to the asset price. I go to Thursday, I have another adjustment and we end up getting minus 3.24 Delta. We're up $409, by the way. So implied volatility is treating us nicely now. Sometimes implied volatility bites you, sometimes it helps you. So it can be a good thing. And what we're gonna do here is gonna take this 2290, we're gonna roll it to 2280. And now we're minus 0.21 Delta, so that is good. If we go to Friday the 24th, uh, we had that day off. So let's go to Monday the 27th. Monday the 27th, we're up $457 and we are uh, at minus 2.43 inside the tent. That's fine. 27th, we're up 570, 557. We're 2.62. That's fine. And then the 29th, if we go to today, um, this is has not been updated as of today yet. As of, if we took this at face value, as of the end of day, we are due for an up adjustment here on the M3.4U. Now you can't really pay attention to after hours numbers because after hours numbers are, they're not valid. They kind of get crazy sometimes. But according to this, we're up 827. That's not reality. It's probably up about 600, $650 uh, so far. And uh, we still have 23 days to go. So we'll see how this plays out, but chances are we're set up for actually a very, very nice trade result here in January. So those are the examples that I have for you for our winning trade of the year, the M3.4U. If you like what you see, I encourage you to come on over to lockinyoursuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other great strategies as they unfold during our weekly market update webinars. And they are called Options Trading for Income, and they are a part of our Go membership where we track these 12 strategies, including the M3.4U for our non-subjective traders for learnings to become a better trader and advance up into the pro levels. You can also go to thewinningtrade.com. That's thewinningtrade.com. And there you can explore our past winning trades. You can see uh, sometimes you get access to bonus material and you can get information on what's coming up on the winning trade. You can also receive free access to our trading success blueprint, which is responsible for helping hundreds and hundreds of traders become much, much better at their craft. Also, another thing I'm really excited about is our Trading Performance Podcast, and you can find that at tradingperformancepodcast.com. And there we talk about the mental game of trading and what it takes from a mental standpoint to be a great trader. And once you understand that, you can skyrocket your trading results, regardless of the type of trading you do. It's really a fantastic resource for you. Now, if you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see on the next winning trade, I'd love to hear from you. Just simply comment in the video below, and I'll answer your questions for you personally. I hope you enjoyed our presentation of the winning trade of the year, and I hope you have a fantastic year next year while you're trading. Happy New Year, and I can't wait to see you in 2022.